No, just kidding. Is she your BSO? My Broward Sheriff's Office. <laughs> <laughs> My brother. As it brother, came out of sister, my mouth. Wait. What's a BSO though? Brother's my, sin- significant other. Brother's significant other. She's my BSO, my brother's significant other. Well, he's my Bill. My brother in law. Yep. Aren't I? No, he's your SOB. <laughs> yes, I'm your SOB. Yes. No, yes. That's exactly right. I'm your, your SOB. SOB. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter, and today we'll hear about what Matt and Carrie watched during their time with COVID. Matt and I will get in the game with the movie Free Guy. EA Sports. And we'll talk about some of our favorite video games. So without further ado, let's run that back. So we're joined here for this first this first part of the podcast by my SOB's sister. <laughs> he just wanted to say SOB. So your significant other's brother's sister. Yes, and my beautiful in, and loving wife. I was gonna say, in other words, <laughs> and mother to my vinyl record player. I mean, son. Right. I'm the one with the vinyl record player. Right. Right. Sorry. Call back. Confused. Call back to another episode listen to all our episodes and you'll get all our jokes there's no time to explain um so but we are joined here by carrie hello carrie hello and she's very excited every uh every time we start the podcast matt and i clap to line up our tracks and carrie was allowed to clap for this one so you're already riding i was very excited for that (laughs) So normally, since Hudson has been born, whenever we do this part of the podcast where it's like, hey, so, you know, what have you been watching? Matt will be like, honestly, I don't really watch a ton because I'm, you know, Hudson and he's whatever. But something happened recently, and that's Matt got COVID. And then gave it to all of us. And then gave it to everyone. I did not give it to you. Hudson gave it to you. Okay, well, it was a chain reaction. You gave it, it to Hudson, and then yes. Hudson lived on me while he was sick and gave it to me. Right. <laughs> and let's just let's just clarify, everyone's good now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're all good. We're healthy. We're but all back when, to normal. When you're sick, that's the opportune time to, to watch stuff. And so I've seen, like, Matt's list of movies, at least. I don't know if there's more than that, and I'm kind of blown away like i know you had all the time in the world but like jesus that was a lot and so we'll get to hear what you watched we'll get to hear what carrie watched and then i'll kind of throw in something i watched real quick at the end but here we go so what did you guys watch while Hold you on, were sorry. Give me a second. sick with covid give me just a second this always <clears throat> happens he's like i'm gonna get my list up I, I i knew we were talking about it but i didn't prepare for it in any way my list is on my phone and so is the facetime if only you had a COVID separate things device. COVID I watched. That <laughs> That's the name of the, of the yeah. note. Is that a list of things you watched that had to do with COVID? No, while I had COVID. COVID things you watched? Yeah. <laughs> I got my list right up here. In your noggin? Yep. My list is longer than yours. I know. Well, Matt got sick first, so he was like truly quarantined to the bedroom, you know? Right, And you right. were a lot sicker than I was, so right, right. he truly had to be like in there... Laying in the bed. 
right. getting better. So he he watched a lot more than I did. So yeah, what were you guys watching? Well, I rewatched Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which is just like one of my OG favorites. So is that your favorite Harry Potter? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. I've thought about this a lot when we, you know when we reread the books and then we watched right. the movies. Mm-hmm. I think either the sixth or the seventh is probably my favorite. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Goblet of Fire is my favorite, so that's why I asked. It's yeah. a good one. I think it was my favorite. For, or no, uh, I don't know. They're all so good. It was my favorite for a little bit. <laughs> Half-Blood Prince is my favorite book, and mm-hmm. Prisoner of Azkaban is my favorite movie. Yes. Yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban always will have my heart a little bit, because I feel like that was the first one. Where, where Hermione like, started kind of like getting hot. <laughs> No. I mean, that's not why I like it. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, I feel like it's the first one where they're actually, like, grown up a little bit more. Like, the first two, I feel like, are more kids' movies. So, yes, what I said. (laughs) No. Let her talk. Let her speak. And Prisoner of Azkaban was a little bit darker. They were a little bit older. The content was just a little bit more mature. So, I feel like whenever I want to watch the movies, that's always where I end up starting. I kind of just, like skip the first two i love that this conversation is and so that's why i love prisoner of azkaban but i watched goblet of fire (laughs) i'm rereading the books again and i'm on goblet of fire i'm just wrapping it up now so that's the one i wanted to watch the goblet of fire so i also watched the social dilemma okay have you seen that i haven't Kristen has and so i've heard of it but i never watched it it was really good. Um, so it's a documentary all about um, social media and its impact mm-hmm. on like people, Life. humans in general. Yeah. yeah. And just basically how it's like a huge time suck for people. And the tech industry literally has teams of people that are trying to figure out how to keep people engaged on the app for as long right. as possible. So it's right. all about like more notifications and ads that are like tailored to you and the things that you spend the most time looking at and it's kind of it's kind of scary honestly when I finished watching the movie it made me want to like delete all my social media because it it really is such a big time suck and it doesn't really do anything for you it'll track when you stop scrolling Mm -hmm. and how long are you not scrolling and what is on the screen while you're not scrolling and then it'll take whatever that is and it'll tailor those types of things and it'll send you more of those types of things to right. keep you on the site mm-hmm. yeah yeah in the super fun it's, it's so <laughs> crazy in the movie they have these two guys that basically simulate what um the technology does so okay um they have this little story and you know there's a a young kid that's on the social media app and then these two guys are like, oh, he stopped on, you know, Mindy's picture. Oh, let's see if Mindy's on right now. Let's send him a notification that Mindy just posted something. That'll keep him on longer. Wow. And, oh, he stopped on this video for this long and it was a cat video. Let's send in more cat videos to see how long we can keep him watching cat videos and that'll keep right. him on the app longer. You know, and I mean, they simulated it using these two guys, but essentially that's what the technology does. It, it watches yeah. your every move. And um, it was pretty alarming to kind of realize just how much they're looking at. Right. So our Twitter is uh, Let's Run That Back Pod. Our <laughs> Instagram is Let's Run That Back. <laughs> and I don't and well, I don't just, post it's, quite it's... enough to keep everyone engaged. But if you can just keep listening, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just you just got to know what you're looking at. You got to know what you're there for, and not. It's hard. No, mm-hmm. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. You just can't like rely on it and sit there and let yourself get sucked in. Mm-hmm. So that was super interesting. And then um, I also watched The Alpinist. Okay. Have you seen that one? 
I have not. You no. need you need to. Yeah, I'm actually shocked that you haven't seen that considering you love rock climbing. I uh-huh. watched like five minutes of it and then fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, uh, well, I assume it's like similar to Free Solo. I actually haven't uh-huh. seen Free Solo, but now I want to watch it. Um, yeah, it's good. It's all about this guy. I wrote down his name because I can never remember names. Mark Andre Le- Leclerc. Okay. And so he does free solo climbing and he's like a, a very old soul. Like he does not have a phone. A lot of times he would just live in the mountains wherever he wanted to climb. Like he's very right. hard to get a hold of. So he went pretty much unknown for a long time. And then I guess he made a post on like some forum and it was a selfie of him at the top of this crazy, crazy climb and right. said, Hey, I'm up here all alone. And somebody like caught wind of it and they're like, who is this guy? And so, um, you know, they tracked him down and made a documentary about him. And okay. yeah, basically he was making some of the most impressive and like groundbreaking free solo climbs of anyone in the world do you and know, do didn't you even really know, a lot of people didn't really him. know about him. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know what free solo is? Yeah. I've seen free solo. There's the no, movie. there's no like ropes or, or nothing. Oh yeah. I guess I should yeah, probably I explain what free soloing is. Yeah. So he just like has his gear, his like little pick things yeah that was when he was climbing the side of the mountain that was like all frozen over with ice and he just climbs mm-hmm. up with nothing mm-hmm. and they need with different like gear bag. depending on what terrain they're climbing on so if it's you're terrifying. climbing on rock it's terrifying you need you know your chalk and sometimes they'll do you know bare hands or with gloves or whatever and then right. he also does ice climbs where you need picks and you the literally picks. pick into like centimeters of ice and right. that's what's suspending you in the air. There's so a piece where there, there was a part where well, I'm gonna Matt get too watched visual. watched five minutes of this, by the way, and fell asleep. But um, <laughs> is it like episodes or is it one movie? It's one movie. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of follows him on, you know, some of his more casual climbs, which to me were like still absolutely insane. Oh yeah, and then for sure. him kind of tackling some of his bigger climbs that he's kind of dreamt of doing for a while. Well, yeah, and you definitely, I'm excited, I'm going to watch this, and also you should definitely watch Free Solo if you liked this one. I think um, I will, yeah. Because, um, I mean, that one's unbelievable, too. Alex Honnold, I think, yes. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but I You're think right, he's yeah. the guy in Free Solo, so they mm-hmm. interviewed him a lot for this movie, too. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did you watch anything else, Carrie? No, that was really it. How long were you sick? I don't know, four or five days, probably. I just wasn't as sick. Like, my first couple days, I legit, like, couldn't get out of bed. Mm -hmm. Right. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. COVID sucks. It really does. (laughs) (laughs) So, on that note, though, what did you watch, Matt? And since I know your list is longer, you cannot go in-depth of, like, every movie. (laughs) No, I won't go in-depth on every movie. Um, But the first thing on my list, I'm going to be disappointed if you haven't also watched. But it's... uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Have you been watching? I've watched one episode. Ugh, okay. Then I won't go way too into depth. All I'll say is it gets a little confusing as to, all right, if this all happened, yeah, why do certain characters act the way they do <laughs> in episode right. four? But right. you know, but like they're not. You gotta suspend I, your disbelief. Right. A I'm bit. okay with it. Some things are gonna happen that are gonna contradict other things, and yeah, that's almost fine. like retconning things a little bit right and uh as long as it doesn't contradict like the spirit of the characters and yeah, stuff, yeah. Then, then i think we're okay 
Um, I finished the second season of Euphoria. Okay. Um, which was it was it was good. It wasn't nearly as good as the first season. The okay. first season, I don't know if you've watched any of it yet. But the first season is phenomenal. I watched uh, Death on the Nile. Okay. Which was right. the newer um, Poirot. Yeah, yes. Detective Poirot. The first one being uh, Murder on the Orient Express, and it's Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. Yeah. He directed it and plays Poirot. Which, Carrie, what movie that you know is Kenneth Branagh featured in? Oh. Featured in? Like an actor? He's an actor. Okay. He Wait, he directed this and he's in something else. You're asking the wrong person because I'm really awful with names. So. I don't, that's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of why I did it because I oh. think you'll be interested that he is... Gilderoy Lockhart in Chamber <gasps> of Secrets. He, pl- really? he plays Lockhart. Yeah. He's also the bad guy in Wild Wild West. And he also oh, directed Thor. But <laughs> and he directed the first two Thor movies. No, I'm sorry, the first I Thor movie. I always think it's interesting to hear like the different things that directors will do. Yes. Because sometimes like it's just it can be all over the place. Like who's the guy yes. that directs um like Fast and the Furious? Sorry, I know we're getting way off track here. Justin okay. Lin. Yeah, that does like all sorts of other weird things. You're thinking, I think she's thinking, she's of, thinking Fast of James and Furious Wan. 7. Yeah. James Wan directed yes. that, and he also he does, does Saw, Insidious, Conjuring, that one Aquaman, and Aquaman. Yeah, what? <laughs> How does he choose his movies? How? He likes, he likes <laughs> genre. He wants to do horror, and then a studio goes, hey, I'll give you a lot of money to direct Aquaman. And he goes, okay, I'll do that. And then once I do that, I can live on that money and then make... Malignant. He just wants to but dabble. he also likes action. Dabble in everything. He does dabble. Dabble. He does. He's a dabbler. He's a dabble do. Um, I watched F Nine: The Furious Saga. I need to see that. I haven't Ugh. watched it yet. It's exactly what you want it to be. I want. Okay, then I can't wait because I know that they're getting more <laughs> and more off the rails, and that's both good and bad. I I'll just tell you, it's out of this world. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off. Yeah, I'm interested in this. I'm guessing that's a documentary. It's a documentary. It's all about Tony Hawk, but it starts like when he's 11 years old, when he, well, really it starts when he's born, but it's like when he discovers skateboarding and... He rolls out of his mom on a skateboard. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And it was super, super, super interesting. It's on HBO Max. Okay, I'm going to look into that. I highly recommend that one. If if you're into... Uh, oh, not even skateboarding, because, yeah. yeah, he's a skateboarder, but just, like... Um, An athlete. Yeah, someone who's, like, elite at something and kind of the mental fortitude that it takes to mm-hmm. be what he Get is. that far. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I then watched Rescue Rangers. Okay. The new uh, Chip and Dale vehicle on... Uh, I knew you'd watch this, like, the first moment <laughs> you had a chance Plus. to. Regardless of if you were sick, you were going to watch Rescue Rangers. Oh, 100%. 100%. What'd you think? It was it was really good. I liked it a lot. I kind of expected it to be just like a TV movie version of the Rescue Rangers cartoon. Right. No, 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 sir. They treated it as if Chip and Dale were actors in Hollywood. Okay. And now Rescue Rangers was a show that they were on in the 90s. In the past. Right. right. Like, what are, the, what are they up to now? Right. And they're, they're all one of the other characters on the show is named Monterey Jack. And he gets uh, kidnapped or whatever. And then the Rescue Rangers got to get back together to to find Monterey Jack. The ones who played the Rescue Rangers have to do a real mission. Right, exactly. That sounds fun. Exactly. It was a lot of fun. And there's all kinds of cameos from, like, other other characters and stuff. Like, they go to, like, a con, and he's in a booth across from Ugly Sonic. 
So it's not Sonic from the new Sonic Hedgehog movies. It's the Sonic from the original preview. The trailers. Right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Which, speaking of Sonic, you watched Sonic, right? Oh, that's a little further down on my list, but yeah, I watched... Oh, you're so- going in order? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that necessary? <laughs> it's totally not. But I'm sorry to skip ahead, but I am i haven't seen these, and I'm, like, most interested in what you thought of Sonic and Sonic 2. <laughs> okay, so after Rescue Rangers, I w- watched George Carlin's American Dream. <laughs> I'm purposely not doing Sonic. Yep. Just remember, you've got more to go, man. I feel like this content could be like a whole podcast. Well, yeah, exactly. That's was, so that's a two-part documentary all about George Carl. Each episode okay. is uh, each sense. episode is like an hour and a half long. Right. Um, and Judd Apatow uh, was part of putting it together. Um, mm-hmm. George Carlin obviously passed away, but now this was like followed George Carlin's entire career. Right. I never realized that at the very beginning of his career, he was like a Tonight Show comedian. His thing was like, well, if my family can't watch it, then I don't perform it. He was very clean cut, one-liner, kind of like old school comedian. And then he had kind of a breakdown where he was like, you know what? I'm just going to be me. And that's when he turned, that's when he veered into kind of the George Carlin that we know. Right, of course. And again, just a super, super interesting story. After that, I watched Ready Player One. Okay, I've been interested in that movie. Um, it was really good. Um, news, news flash: Steven Spielberg is really good at making movies. What? He is. <laughs> We're gonna lose a lot of listeners for that one. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, hot take. <laughs> After that, I watched Sonic the Hedgehog. If you want to know how I felt about it, you can see my next entry, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You were like, I need to know where they're going with this. <laughs> it was really good. I mean, it I was, knew it. It was obviously, I knew it. obviously geared toward children, so it's not yes. like going to break the mold. for. It's not going to blow your mind in any story structure or filmmaking right. kind of way, but it was... It was a lot of fun, and it was really good, and it was nice to see Jim Carrey... Being Jim Carrey. Being Jim Carrey. Um, apparently, they let him improv pretty much the entire performance. Now, let me ask you this. You told a story once that you were in a movie theater watching a different movie, possibly a Marvel movie, and there was a Sonic the Hedgehog 2 trailer, Yes. and the woman near you Spider-Man. went insane. <laughs> With way? excitement oh, okay. that that Tails was gonna be in Sonic the Hedgehog too. No, right? it was it was Knuckles. Knuckles. Okay. Well. Yeah. Either way, she was equally as excited for Knuckles as she was for when Andrew Garfield came into the movie in Spider Man. So, did the movie deliver for that woman? Do you think in Sonic the Hedgehog too? I think that she got everything that she was gonna want to get out of out of Knuckles. He Amazing. was. He was. Do you know who did Knuckles' voice? Idris Elba. Idris Elba. <laughs> Amazing. And Ben Schwartz does Sonic's voice. Right from uh, jo- John Ralph. John Ralph. Yeah. And there's a part in the movie, uh, in the second second one, where Sonic is talking about some movie, and he's like, "Yeah, those are the worst." And I was like, "John That's Ralph, a, you got me. You got me." You got what I <laughs> um, after that, I was uh, I was a little Nyquilly. So I just wanted to put something up when, uh, as I was going to sleep. So I watched Scooby Doo and the WWE Mystery. All right, keep going. It was awful. <laughs> then I watched The Matrix Resurrections. Okay. Matrix Four. Have you seen this one yet? Objectively, it was not a very good movie. I loved it. Um, next was Free Guy. Keep listening. We're gonna talk about that. And then after that was South Park: The Streaming Wars. So South okay. Park. Um, 
the creators signed on to do this, you know, whatever, um, their next however many seasons, but their deal includes 14, like, specials for Paramount Plus, and this was okay. one of the specials. Okay. And it's, um, if you know what's been going on with them lately, this is, this. it was really, really funny. It was right. really good. Well, so then all, you guys got to watch all these interesting things. Obviously, as the past 20-something minutes has shown, Matt got to watch more than Carrie, of course. Despite being very, very sick and never wanting to be that sick again, especially for Matt, was it nice getting to watch some stuff for once? It was nice. And I actually told Matt, I I don't know what happened to me, but at some point in time, I kind of stopped watching a ton of movies. Right. And so getting to like watch a few movies kind of like made me want to watch more. Yes, I it know exactly what you mean by that. Put the little movie bug back in me. So. The little movie bug. The little movie bug. We're actually going go to we're actually going to go to the movies together this Tuesday. <gasps> well, that was what Matt and Carrie have been watching. <laughs> I'll real quick just say I just wanted to say real quick cuz oh, I knew that I know we're we're getting so late, I know, but <laughs> I know that you don't really watch Stranger Things, but Stranger Things 4 came out. The we've first been watching volume. we've been watching Stranger Things 3. Yeah, we picked it back okay. up. Okay. Okay, great. Keep going. I just wanted to mention it because I knew you probably wouldn't mention it since you weren't watching it. It's so good. And I can't wait for volume two, July 1st. The other thing I did was at the beginning of May, I think it was, I had the realization, like, I think something was going on that reminded me of Mission Impossible. And I've never seen was any of Gun those Maverick? movies. It may have been Top Gun. But I, in classic Cody fa- fashion, I owned all of the Mission Impossible movies. I just I just hadn't seen them. So, Which means you were probably in Target at one point and you were like, this is a great deal. Or I'm Amazon. It was I think it was like a Black Friday like uh, purchase of getting the whole set. Um, and it's been really dead at work recently. So I, I've seen, I have now in the past month, I've seen all six Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> and let me just say. Every one of them's good. They're good. <laughs> that Tom Cruise, he's really got something. It, I, but yeah, so that that's what I watched. That's what you guys watched. Thanks for being here, Carrie. Yeah, thanks for having me. This it was fun. so nice to have Matt's SOB's sister. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Now, we, now we're going to move on. All right. Have fun. So yeah, what we are talking about today is one of the ones that you kind of glossed over in your list, but... You watched Free Guy, and I've always kind of wanted to see it, so I was like, hey, I'll watch that, and we could do that. Right. Free Guy was directed by Sean Levy of Stranger Things. <laughs> it was written by Matt Lieberman and Zach Penn, starring Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, Lil Rel Howery, Joe Keery, etc. And so now we will have spoilers for the movie Free Guy, because I'm just going to say everything that happened. Free Guy takes place both within a video game called Free City and outside in the real world. In the video game, we follow Guy, a non-playable character, or NPC. Pretty much when you're playing a video game, the person that you're controlling is the player, and any other character in the game that that player interacts with but that you can't play as is an NPC. He lives the same day over and over with his friend Buddy. One day, he sees a player, Molotov Girl, and instantly falls in love. Since she's a player, he's not supposed to interact with her, but he does anyway. Molotov Girl is being controlled by Millie in the real world, 
Millie is a video game designer who believes her game's source code was stolen and copied to create Free City, and the proof is somewhere within the game. Millie had developed her game with her friend Keys, who now works for the company that produced Free City. Guy talks to Millie within the game, and she thinks he's another player, and tells him he can help her once he's leveled up more. Cue montage of him leveling up to 100, however, instead of killing players and causing chaos, he levels up playing as a good guy. Millie and Guy search for her source code within the video game, and Keys starts helping outside the game with his special access since he works at the game studio. Millie starts connecting with Guy since he has all the same likes and interests as her. However, Keys finally pieces together that Guy is an NPC, and his newly found artificial intelligence capabilities prove that their code is in the game, since that's what they were trying to do with their game. The CEO of the game studio tries to shut the game down so no one learns the truth that he stole the code, but Guy, Millie, Keys, and their friends are able to expose the truth to everyone. Millie and Keys are now able to finish their own game, which consists of interacting with these NPCs. Guy accepts that he's only in love with Millie because he was programmed that way by someone that actually loves her, and huge twist here, that person is Keys. Millie and Keys now love each other, Guy lives happily in the new game, and the evil CEO is defeated. Game over. So that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> um, so I'm going to let you start with uh, overall what you thought of the movie, and, and then I'll go, because I, I have a feeling we might have some differing takes. I don't know. <laughs> really? I'm, ex- I'm interested. Go ahead. Okay. I really didn't have a whole lot of expectations for this movie. Mm-hmm. I had heard that it w- that like it was good and that people liked it, right. but I as I watched the trailer, I'm like, okay, how how is this a story? You know what I mean? Right. He does right. something different than he's supposed to. And I was really really pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. For a movie centered on uh an NPC right inside a video game, it, it ended up having a lot of heart. Yeah. Which I uh, I really enjoyed. I mean, I can get into specifics, but I was gonna say overall, if this movie came out when I was in elementary school, it probably would have been my favorite movie of all time. Right. I'm not in elementary school anymore, <laughs> so that is like you know something to take away from that. I didn't think it was all that good. Like I I have some reasons for it, um, but we can start with the good if you'd like. Okay. I thought that it was a creative take on how to incorporate video games and especially like current types of popular video games Mm -hmm. um into a movie without just making doom the movie you know what (laughs) it's it's funny because they they have made doom the movie before (laughs) yeah and it was not good (laughs) it wasn't i mean i taika watiti uh yeah (laughs) does not miss yeah, he can really do anything, and he's pretty <laughs> he funny. So he was so good, and he was really funny while also being really unlikable, which I yes. feel like is really hard to do. I'll agree with you there. I did like just like whenever Taika Waititi came in, and he just he just played it like I'm gonna play the biggest asshole in the world, <laughs> right? That thinks he's like the coolest, right? And that's exactly what he did. <laughs> Um, and, you know, I thought the performances were really good. Yeah. Again, I haven't seen him in a whole lot of things, but Lil Ray How- Howry? Lil Rel Howry. Yeah. Um, 
I, I've liked him and yeah I was I was gonna say everything I've seen him in but I guess <laughs> this, this and, and get out, out. <laughs> yeah. um I've liked him a lot I thought Ryan Reynolds was 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 good he wasn't at the height of his Ryan Ryan Reynolds yeah he was pretty Ryan Reynolds though <clears throat> but but yeah he he was entertaining I spent the entire movie trying to figure out where I recognized keys from and it was <laughs> are you things. kidding me <laughs> That just shows how much you don't want Stranger Things. <laughs> right. It's like they literally, it's almost like the Clark Kent effect. Like, they put glasses on him and you right. were like, who is this guy? Right. <laughs> they changed nothing about his appearance <laughs> but the glasses. Um, And I, it was just fun. It, it, yeah. it was a fun, like, sit down and have some popcorn. Obviously, I had Dayquil instead of popcorn, but... I was going to say, <laughs> I, I do, one of my goods is it's just like fun like right. the movie's lighthearted, not a serious movie right and i was gonna say i wonder how much of your enjoyment of it was triggered by being on dayquil and like laying in bed <laughs> no. with covid like no. you're literally sitting there like it was like a ray of sunshine in my shitty cinema. week <laughs> <laughs> no i don't you know i don't again it's not Mm-hmm. It's not breaking any mold or anything like that, right. but it, like I said, it was fun. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I the, the only thing that you didn't say in the good um, is I thought the CGI was very good. Was really good. Yeah, it was. It, they nothing throughout the entire thing looked fake, unless they were trying to make it look like you know bad graphic video game right, type stuff. Right. And it, and they really nailed that look. And you know and, that eighty five percent of that movie was CGI. Yeah, like, like to the point that I was like, is anything real in this? Like, <laughs> uh, when they were, like, in the office building and, like, in apartments and stuff, like, I know that's a set, but anytime they were within the video game, I was just like, is any of this real or is right. it all green screen? It had screen? to be green screen. And if it's all green screen, it was some of the best green screen. That I don't think, I think like, it was sets. You think so? Yeah. So, yeah, that those were the things I liked. I do also want to point out, there's a TV show called Killing Eve, and in it, it's, like, you know, about, like, an assassin and, like, someone trying to find the assassin and stuff, and it's really dark humor, like, really a good show. And the main, like, antagonist of the show is played by Jodie Comer, who was Millie in this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And so it was really interesting seeing her as, like, not a complete psychopath. Right. But, like, in Killing Eve, she's incredible. And it was just so weird seeing her in this movie because like she did well like her performance was good but it was like i'm so used to seeing her in a completely right. different light that and it, was, it like, wasn't weird in in that character didn't have like the most depth in the world she, she didn't have a lot to do with it what what she had she did really well right right that's kind of what you could say about every character <laughs> right, in the movie right there wasn't much to it but like the actors are good actors so right. like, they're trying trying so, reynolds they're trying reynolds yes so there were uh, just I'll just kind of name a couple like there were a couple references and Easter eggs in this movie. And the one that I mainly noticed was that he used a uh, Mega Man's Buster mm-hmm. cannon at one point. There yeah, were the a lightsaber. lot of references to like right. Fortnite and stuff. But yeah, guys, there was a lightsaber in this movie. Like I was blown away because I did not realize this was made after Disney's acquisition of Fox. Because the beginning of the movie, you see that it's made by Fox. Mm -hmm. There was a scene at the end of this movie where Ryan Reynolds is fighting a more muscular, like, version of himself. That that was that was an incredible joke. 
that his that name was, was Guy, and then they improved him and named him Dude. That was funny. <laughs> he literally pulls out Captain America's shield, and not like... Because, like, a lot of movies might make a reference and use, like, a different shield to reference. <laughs> it was legitimately Captain America's shield. And then there was a quick cameo of Chris Evans watching the game happen going, right. what the fuck? <laughs> you know? um, which was funny. And then he pulls out a lightsaber to fight. And the thing that blew me away the most was that when he pulls out Captain America's shield, the Avengers theme played. Right. And then when he pulled out the lightsaber... The Star Wars theme played. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Disney is just... Like, this movie is Disney bragging. Right. Like, (laughs) look at all this stuff we have that we're able to make all these references. Right. So, yeah, that... You know, it's always fun to to find some things like that that are thrown in there. Obviously, Captain America's shield and the lightsaber were not hidden. It was very Right. It was pretty focal. Right. But, yeah, so I'm fine heading into the not-so-good. Okay. And I'll start with... My biggest issue with the movie, I think, which is I can't figure out who this movie was made for <laughs> because there were some references to video games like like uh, Mega Man's canon, like I said, and obviously it kind of had a feel of like being almost like a Grand Theft Auto kind of game that was going on. But there was so much it, it wasn't like in your face, the like gaming references. And so. I feel like it wasn't really a movie for gamers because there was tons of gaming exposition to make sure that people that don't play games know everything that's going on. They did that thing that I hate in movies where one of the characters says, oh my God, like there's something going on with this NPC. And the other character's like, what? A non-playable character? That's crazy. What? And there were a lot of moments like that throughout the movie where it's Mm -hmm. like, we need to make sure every term every moment of the video game is clearly explained so that if someone's never touched a video game, they'll know what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like, okay, so the movie is supposed to be like for non-gamers, but the fact that they're going so hard with like, we're making a video game movie, NPC is the main character and like, it's all about the video game world. It feels like they wanted it to also be a movie for gamers. And I feel like you can't do both of those. It's things. a general, it's a general audience. It's for, it's, it's, yes. it's for everyone. And so, so I feel like and, that's and, where and it falls flat on a lot of different things. Cause then to I'm an like, extent. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to take it too serious. It's also kind of like a kid's movie, but it's PG 13. And there's like a ton of cursing and stuff in it that I'm like, maybe it's not really for kids, but yeah, but we, we live in a different world now. Like when you and I were kids, PG 13 was like, oh, you, you can't go see that until yeah. you're 13. Like now, nowadays kids hear worse stuff like that on, than that on YouTube. It also wasn't really for adults because the plot was just barely held together by duct tape and was not really like a serious thing anyway. So it was for general audiences, it, which I don't like. I guess I'll say right. like I feel like they they had an opportunity to make a movie that's like really clear about like being a video game movie and have video game references, and it it felt a little bit like the writers maybe hadn't really played a video game in their life. Which I have more examples of that, but you, I want you to be able to speak too, so I'm going to pause. Well, but I think we fall into this a lot. I think people okay. and, and the internet and all that falls into this a lot. Like, So I don't like it when like they made, uh, let, let's say it's a Batman movie, right? Okay. 
and we're going to alter some things about Batman to make it more palatable for a wider audience. It's like, okay, just make your Batman movie. And the people who like Batman are going to go see it and they're going to enjoy it. Just make your Batman movie. But every single movie doesn't have to be that. There can be general... I think that as far as general audience movies, this is something that, like, let's say Hudson's a few years older than he is now. Let's say he's Uh five or six. You can take him to see this movie, and it's going to blow his mind, and he's going to love it, and you're going to walk out of it going, oh, I had a lot of fun doing that. That's what I'm saying, too. But there's there's nothing wrong with that. Those movies have a place. I never, yeah, I never no, said I there's anything wrong no. with it. I, well, you listed it as a negative. Yes, because yes, because I personally <laughs> right. am not a fan of that kind of thing. Right, but but that's what those movies, and I feel like as as far as those types of movies go, this is one of the better ones that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like I say, it's it's fun. It's not it's not something I'm like. Oh man, everybody I know, you need to go out and watch right. Free Guy. It's not going to blow your mind. It's not something that you're going to miss out if you don't watch it, but but it's just fun. Maybe if you're sick and you need to watch a movie, but we're not at the recommendations phase yet. I did want to say, just because I want to say my piece, I really like video games, and we're going to talk about video games a little bit later too. And so watching the movie, there were just so many things happening, which... Just keep in mind, I will take into account that your response to all of this is pretty much, it's not that serious, it's a general audience movie, but they're making this movie about video games, and I'm supposed to, like, buy into it that this is a video game that's happening in the real world and all that, but then there are scenes happening where you're cutting to, like, the programmers of the video game almost acting like they don't know how the game works. Like, they're like... I don't understand, like, this NPC is doing this thing, and and I don't get it, I don't get it, and it's like, in reality, if there was something not working correctly, like a bug in the game, like, that's not, like, crazy, and the most egregious example of this, like, to the point that I was like, is this movie taking place in our reality, or is it happening in some other dimension, where Free City, this video game, is the most popular form of content in the world, because Guy decides he's going to start leveling up, but he doesn't want to hurt anyone like the players do, so he wants to play as a good guy, taking guns away from people, stopping crimes, all that stuff. Fine. I'm fine with that, because you can play Grand Theft Auto and drive around going the speed limit. It's fun sometimes. You want to, like, not do anything wrong. But the fact that it took the world by storm and, like, the news was reporting on Yeah, it was a question on Jeopardy. Yeah, it was a question on Jeopardy like this, and it was cutting to real-life video game streamers like to kind of give it that air of reality that, like, oh, these people on YouTube and Twitch would be talking about this. They're like, yo, this guy is playing it as a good guy, and he's, like, out-leveling everyone. Like, this is insane. When in reality, first off, it's not, like I said, it's not that crazy to play as a good guy sometimes in games if you have the option. But secondly, if gamers were seeing a character or a, a person playing as a good guy They'd all and leveling and up him. like crazy, they would do that. Or they would just start playing as a good guy because clearly you can level up a lot faster than if you're playing as a bad guy. Right. But instead, it's almost like everyone was staying back and like, I got to watch this happen. Like... 
this is crazy and unthinkable. And I was just sitting there like, what is happening in that, this war- reality? Yeah, yeah, that would have been more believable if the wider audience, like if the gamers and the Twitch and the YouTube people knew that it was an NPC. That, yes. that I feel like, would have made more sense. Yes, because actually later on they learn and, that and they almost have less of a reaction. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the only thing that I'll disagree with you is that yes bugs happen glitches happen that's not Mm -hmm. that crazy but if i were a game developer and again Mm -hmm. antoine Mm -hmm. taika watiti's character knows that the code was stolen from an artificial intelligence yeah i'm not worried about him because he seemed like he doesn't really know how it all works but nobody else knows that so me as a developer who works on this game and thinks i know everything about this game and I see an NPC starting to play the game. Which, that is weird. Which that's I'll not ag- that's not a I'll, normal bug or glitch. I'll agree with you on that, but it's because I kind of misspoke because they do realize that later. But at first, they think it's a player that hacked the game to use an NPC's skin, right? Like you know, an outfit, let's right, say, right. where he's dressed as an NPC, and they're like, "What the hell?" When in reality. Like they that's... have that player's information. They right. would ban the player. Like, right. you're done. And in the movie, they had to go into the game to try to kill the player. Right. To le- but, like, they could just hit a button and that player's out. Right, right. Um, And the last thing. <laughs> but I think that was. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You no, see what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the last thing about, like, the craziness of the whole how this world thinks of video games and all that, you see a point in the game where he, like, they reboot the game, right? And Mm -hmm. everyone that was in the game, they show them, it pushes them back out to the main menu. Because that's what happens when you get booted out of of a server, you get pushed back to the main menu of the game. And then once it reboots, they're able to log back in and, and start playing again. But then later in the movie, Antoine, Taika Waititi's character, the CEO, doesn't want anyone to see what's happening when they're getting close to revealing it. So they boot every player from the game. So as you know, that would push them to the main menu of the game. But instead, they're all booted, but then they're all still on their monitors watching (laughs) Ryan Reynolds in the game. But didn't, didn't someone... Keys started a stream. All it showed right. was he hit some keys, and it said stream started. Right. But I have no idea how that worked. <laughs> movie and I'm magic. sorry that movie magic. Yes. And I'm sorry I said last thing, but that reminded me of one other place where they completely disregarded their <laughs> own rules that they set up. I'm sorry. I, I I know that I'm probably sounding really petty, but early in the movie, the NPC uh, guy is on like a date with Millie's in-game character, right? And he says, can I kiss you? And she's like, if you know how. And the joke there is like, there must not be a way to like kiss another character in the game. But he's an NPC. He kisses her, right? So she's like confused. And later she's telling Keys about it. And Keys (laughs) is like, there's no button. button. Yeah, there's no button. And she's like, he found the button, right? So then later, now let's move forward in the movie. Guy no longer, you know where I'm going with this. Guy no longer remembers anything, and Keys is telling Millie his data is still there. You have to find a way to make him remember. You have to find a way. And she kisses him as a player, but there's no button, Matt. 
There's no button oh. to kiss. Oh, she found the button. She found the button. And no. Okay. All right. All right. This isn't a negative, but last thing I'll say about the movie. This isn't a negative. It's just an observation. <laughs> Sorry. You're like you're like Kiss on their farewell tour. <laughs> What reference was that? All oh, our listeners has, are like, Kiss oh yeah. On, Kiss has gone on several farewell tours. Just so It's great when you have to explain it. But this movie was the Lego movie, okay? Have you seen the Lego movie? This was not the Lego movie. It starts out with the character jumping out of bed and getting his coffee and explaining to you how his routine works and how it's amazing living in this city that he's in. And then all of a sudden he's thrust into this conspiracy with this random woman that he immediately falls in love with. And they go off on a journey to like, you know, change the world while at the same time there's another story happening concurrently in the real world that is directly related to the one happening in this video game, or should I say Lego world. And so I'm going to go ahead and say Lego movie for me is like a five out of five. So I don't think it's the Lego movie necessarily, but there are some very similar plot points happening here. I, I said earlier that this movie had a lot of heart. Yes. This movie does not have the heart that Lego Movie had. I got so nervous that you were about to say that Lego Movie had no heart or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're 100% right. So yeah, um, I feel like I just ran a marathon. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say? <laughs> um, no, not really. <laughs> Do, you, uh, Do you see not my really, point really. with anything that I'm saying? I know I mean, that it's like you didn't care. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but this isn't a movie that is meant to be taken as seriously okay. as you're taking it. Okay. In my opinion. Unfortunately, I believe my score is going to reflect how serious I took it, so I'm sorry about that. But let's... let's. Oh, and Dylan did not see this movie, listeners, so I cannot do Dylan's favorite character. But just in case he ever sees it, you want to guess who his favorite character might be? Who do you think it would be? The guy who's always got his hands like this. Perfect. That's exactly who it is. There's an NPC that always had his hand up and he just couldn't put him down. All right. So, our ratings. I want you to go first because I think it'll be funnier when I say my rating after you. This one's three and a half for me. Okay. That's fine. I'm almost scared to say it. I'm giving it one and a half stars. You, you are right. You're absolutely wrong. You're absolutely, you liked this movie more than that. I'll tell you this, I liked talking to you about it. You liked this movie more than that. We'll see if it grows ever. I will give an update on if it ever does grow into something more than that. One and a half stars is a bad movie. This was not a bad movie. I think it was kind of a bad movie. And I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone, okay? Because, I I mean, I, I expected you to like it, and I expected, I went on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 80% critic consensus, <laughs> with a 92% audience rating. It's good! And I, and I went on IMDb, and everyone is giving it 9s out of 10s, and, and I'm just sitting here with my one star, like, uh, maybe I'll add half a star to it. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, God. So, You're out of your you, mind. Would you recommend this movie? 
Yes, I would recommend this movie. If, okay, I always have qualifiers. Okay, go ahead. If you're if you're sitting down and you're like, man, I really I'm in the mood to watch a movie. Like this may not be the movie that you want to you know spend spend time you know what. But if if you're just like oh, I'm a, you know it's 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 summertime we're having we're we're gonna right. be in the pool or whatever we'll throw a movie on. This is a great movie to throw on. I have never in my life seen a movie that was so made to be put on in the background of your day. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's how I would recommend it. I completely agree with you. Now, I do want to say one thing just to lighten the mood a little bit on that. I said to Kristen, I need to look back through all the movies we've talked about because I'm like, I'm kind of feeling like this might be the worst movie I've watched. Wait, wait, wait. Let me Not finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. The worst movie I've watched for the podcast, right? Kristen goes, really? Worse than New Mutants? And instantly I was like, never mind. It's not the worst movie I've watched for this podcast. And Newsflash, New Mutants isn't the worst movie that we've watched. <laughs> if you even start to say the title Nomadland, we're not doing the rest of this podcast. say Capone. Okay, Capone I'll agree with. All right, so that no, was Nomad free, guys. was like the f- Nomadland was probably like the fourth I worst. Don't movie even start watched. talking. Don't even start talking about it. So that was Free Guy, and all this stu- talk about wishing I had a movie that more accurately represented my love for video games got me thinking of video games that I love because I am I, I dabble just like James Wan with his genres. I dabble in video games, and I don't know. I just want to talk about it because we've never talked about it before. So what are some video games that you like, that you've liked in your life? Well, my favorite video game of all time, you probably already know this. God of Spyro. War. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, God of War, and really the God of War franchise. Franchise. I've always been pretty into Greek mythology, and for them to take this new character that they invented and kind of drop him in um, and, and fit him into... The rest of Greek mythology, I a thought, was a story really that, cool. like, yeah, it like feels like it's real Greek mythology, right, right. And the game mechanics and and how it was run around and beat them up, but then you had to do puzzles too. Like, I don't know, it's just yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, Super Mario World, of course, up there toward the top. I'll just say, I wrote down Super Mario Sunshine just because out of the like Mario games, I love that the most. Mm-hmm. But really, Mario. Super Mario as a whole. Yeah. I love. Yeah, there's some stinkers in there, but I feel like most of them are, are They're really hard good. to find. And I mean, especially when you get into the 3D ones, they're amazing. But Super Mario World for, for Super Nintendo, I mean... That's my number one. The, and the 2D, like, the graphics on it are great. Like, it just... It's so colorful and, mm-hmm. and, and clear and awesome. And that game was hard. <laughs> <laughs> I just played the level where you first get the feather so that you get the cape and uh-huh. you can fly. I played that level over and over again and like no other levels in that game. <laughs> Mario Kart? Yes. I love, I can't, I, I kind of can't play it with other people because it's one of those things that like I I get irrationally upset. I think everyone does. <laughs> and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just say, you know what? I'm not gonna play with anyone. Like I'll play you with just the computer. Or you just have to say, you know, hey, it's fine if I'm in first place, and then everyone hits me with every item they no, have. No, but and then I don't. Me. In the you game, can't do the it. controller in my hand, I don't have that in me. 
Yeah, there's no there's no reason when it's, you're playing yeah, no. Mario. Kart. Like I said, I, I understand it's irrational. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, I I I really liked Crash Bandicoot. Yes, and Spyro. Um, you you jokingly mentioned Spyro, but Spyro's yeah, Sp- great. Yeah, Spyro was fun. Um, Mortal Kombat. And then since you've gotten older, had to work a lot more, and then now have had a kid, you don't really play many video games. I have not played a video game since husband's been born. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is sad, but there was the other ones that, another one that I know that you liked that's possibly just never been topped as my favorite game is Kingdom Hearts. And oh, Kingdom Hearts was really good. I thought you were going to say Gex. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, so many people like Kingdom Hearts 2 more. Mm-hmm. But Kingdom Hearts 1 is mm-hmm. my favorite one of the entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've played pretty st- much every game. I still haven't played 3. It was good. It it yeah. wasn't as good as 1 or 2, though. <laughs> so always a special place in my heart, as does Sly Cooper 2, when specifically. I said, when I said Gex, that's what I meant. I you couldn't, meant I Sly couldn't think of Sly Cooper. You played me, the shit out of that game. I've And I've played all of them, but Sly Cooper 2 is the best one. It was like something of thieves. Yes. I want to say it's band of thieves. Yes. I think it's band of thieves. <laughs> it's so good. And then I mentioned super Mario sunshine, best 3d Mario. Everyone will tell you it's either 64 or galaxy, but that entire crowd, they're all wrong. No sunshine um, is good. And then super Mario odyssey that came out for the switch more recently that I know you haven't been able to play is amazing as well. And then the other game that I pl- give most of my life to is destiny is what it's called. And it's a lot like in free guy. It's a massive multiplayer, like mm-hmm. online game. Um, but it's sci-fi and um, it's kind of Halo like magic. Isn't and it stuff. like the same people that made halo this, the people that yeah made halo halo is now owned by like, Microsoft completely, mm-hmm. but the company that like created Bungie. Halo, yeah, Bungie made Destiny, and it's amazing. And then I just wanted to throw a game in there that's like I don't see a lot of people talk about a lot. Not that it's not a popular game, but it's just like one of those ones that is, I guess, niche. Octodad, not Octodad, Dadliest Catch. No, that is a good one though. <laughs> it's called Control, and it's a game that's very it's got a lot of horror elements a lot of sci-fi elements and was just one of the most original things i've ever played and i loved it so much it's so like cinematic and just atmospheric and fun to play i played that last year and it was like my favorite game last year but i'm getting i'm starting to get that feeling where like i want to play it again but man i love video games almost as much as i love movies and tv and everything and so glad we glad we got to talk about it on the podcast yeah for sure i think that's our episode and honestly it's pretty long but i know most of that was our first act so and i'm glad that we got to have carry on and you finally had like an avalanche of things to talk about in that first segment (laughs) yeah um don't count on it again i guess yeah exactly and (laughs) yeah and then two weeks from now it's like i didn't watch anything in the last (laughs) so if you completely disagree with me about free guy or if you have video games that you liked that we didn't talk about you can email us at let's run that back pod at gmail.com you can also catch us on our instagram let's run that back and our website is let's run that back.com since i know jamie listens used to go to her house and play Paperboy all the time that was a fun game too <laughs> yeah shout out to jamie our friend friend of the show very 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 supportive and So yeah, this was Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter. 
And thank you for listening. Goodbye. Oh, bye-bye.